Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from three to 6 PM. Eastern time. That's 12 to three Pacific on Fox sports radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from red hot, sunny Southern California. Welcome. Welcome in. That sound you hear in the background is the Padres celebrating the one game they won against the Dodgers. Oh. <laughs> they had like a victory. They won one game. They had like a victory. I'm not even a Dodger fan, and I had to laugh at that one. That was beautiful. Uh, that was Saturday. Of course, it was a game Sunday. There was no parade after Sunday. Let's, uh, before we get to baseball schmack talk, okay, Mike Mayock is going to join us 
in 25 minutes. Mike Mayock was um, was the NFL draft analyst, was the Mel Kuyper, Daniel Jeremiah, for the NFL Network before he left that position. Of course, he also used to call games for NBC. Um, he, he left that network to take on the Raiders. We'll ask him about what he learned as GM of the Raiders and what we should expect from this year's draft. So Mike Mayock, 25 minutes away. That should be a good one. I got more thoughts for you on why I was 100% right about Bruce Arians and Tom Brady and what really happened there. We got uh, Kyrie sound. We got Steve Nash sound. We got Charles Barkley sound as well. I want to get to that Charles Barkley calling Kevin Durant a bus rider, not a bus driver from his days in Golden State. I love Charles Barkley, and he's 100% wrong. We'll get to that upcoming. Let's start with this, though. Okay, Ben Simmons is not going to play in Game 4. Now, here's the way it works in society, right? There's two different parts of who we like and who we don't like. One is perception-based. We just, based on our perception, we like and who we don't like. And two, it's based upon what kind of equity you have. And you can say that sometimes those two are related, but it's not always related. I'll, I'll... I'll give you this as as the example. Ben Simmons is not going to play in game four. This is Reggie Miller talking about Ben Simmons. Oh, he, he questioned his, he questioned his fire. Okay. But here's, here's the crazy part about it. And there are lots of people who have questioned Ben Simmons not playing. (coughs) How can you not be playing? How can you not be ready? And I think all that is fair, especially considering the Brooklyn Nets made us believe that barring a setback, he would play in game four. They lose game three. They're down three games to none. Their team appears to be a dumpster fire. And then shortly after the next day, he wakes up, back hurts. They 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 shut him down for another game, may play in game five. Now, Reggie was also calling the Pelicans' son's game and Zion Williamson had a 360 dunk in warmups, and he kind of said, "Like, hey, man, could you, you can't give me 15 minutes?" That's what he said. So here's the problem: there, right? <clears throat> we all like Zion Williamson. Everybody wants to see Zion Williamson play, don't we? And maybe it's because. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because Ben Simmons didn't shoot last year in the playoffs. Maybe it's because of what he was wearing, I guess. I, I don't know. But have you noticed, okay, have you noticed that um, I haven't seen these tweets about about Zion Williamson? Reggie Miller tweets, come on, man, out for game four when it was rumored you were going to make your debut. This dude has zero competitive fire. As a, as small a chance as the Nets have to come back in the series, you still have KD and Kyrie. All you need is to win one game and take it from there. Listen, that's fine. That's fair. Where is the competitive fire thing? Where is that about Zion? Ryan? Where is it about Zion? Look, it's it's absolutely fair to say that Ben Simmons has no equity within the landscape of fandom. Okay. He just doesn't. And 
you know, look, he wasn't a guy that's beloved by his home country of Australia. He didn't play him, play from this past offseason. I told you that was a mistake. I told you that was a mistake. He didn't have the competitive fire at LSU. I would agree. If you want to use that as the, hey, man, he wasn't about winning at LSU. Okay. I don't know if he was about winning with the 76ers, but he did not do the work to improve his jump shot. The part to me that everyone is missing, I, I'm, I'm willing to believe his back legit hurts. And if your back hurts, there's not a lot you can do. And the idea of he's not going to play a game and then he's going to hop into game four of the Eastern Conference playoffs and perform well, like, that's almost an impossible ask. He hasn't played a G League game. He hasn't played a real basketball game since they lost in the playoffs last year. The idea that he would have been good, they, it would have helped him been competitive, it's a reach no matter how good he ultimately is when he's healthy. But if you're going to be critical of Ben Simmons, and you can, the place to be critical of him is, what the hell was he doing in the, the offseason? He, he didn't want to play for Australia. Okay, he did, clearly didn't go and work on his game and his jump shot. Then he sat there and refused to play for the Philadelphia 76ers while all the while after he got you know traded, he's suing to get the money that he is owed based upon his contract, but he wasn't playing for them, so that one's going to be interesting. I, I, I struggle for people calling out athletes as faking injuries or overplaying injuries or they're not being hurt enough for their taste. Like, because we do it for some people, we don't do it for others. Like, all right, if you can't go, you can't go. You can't go, you can't go. Got it. And especially considering you hadn't gone all year. It's not like you were playing and then the game gets big and you're like, ooh, I got a tweak in my back, I can't play. This is, he hadn't played in a game in a year. The idea that he was going to be good or be able to be competitive, and he's got some lingering back issue. These are all reasonable things to go, you know, if you're not feeling it, are you really going to help us out? But if you want to be critical of Ben Simmons, it's all of the other stuff. It's the, you force, you force a trade, they trade you, you're not ready to go. Why weren't you ready to go right then? You know, the, the idea that a back injury was possibly caused by not being in shape and working too quickly, too hard, or tweaking it in your preparation to play for the Nets, that, to me, is more defining of a guy who didn't put in the work, right? That's the story. Ben Simmons is as talented a player as I have ever seen in the college game. Right? The game was easy to him, but it just didn't work. I would watch him shoot, and he didn't work. That's a fair critique. I do not believe it's a fair critique to go, hey, guy's not playing because of competitive fire. Guy's not playing essentially because he's faking it. He's pouting. I have no doubt that it's exhausting. And that was reported earlier today, right? That, That the Nets are exhausted by what's going on with Ben Simmons. Of course. This is what happens when you have your own private doctors and the team doctors and they don't agree. But the same thing is happening with Zion Williamson. 
And, of course, Zion Williamson, he's been hurt every step, every season he's had, essentially has had a major injury or some sort of minor that blew up injury in it. But we like Zion. We don't like Ben Simmons. And we've made up our mind as such. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing well. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome, welcome in. What a great weekend of sports. Just a lot of fun. Um, and, and, you know, this is, this is like, honestly, perfect segue. Perfect segue. So, over the weekend, um, over the weekend, I got a chance. I coach an AU program. I run my own program. Um, we use the same name, my dad, my dad's program, same colors and everything. And one of the things you do is you run up to where instead of banging your head against the wall and I have some good players and you have some good players, occasionally you'll find a group that you compete against and you're like, why are we playing against each other and limiting how good our team can be when if we played together and the right pieces fit, now we can win tournaments and all the kids can improve and enjoy themselves. So my program is called Branch West. Uh, it's a good friend of mine who runs a program called uh, Oceanside's Finest. Oceanside is in San Diego. So if you know anything about Southern California, Okay, Los Angeles, and then south of Los Angeles is Orange County, and then there's a space of land, right? You have the, as my kids like to say, the nuclear boobs of San Onofre. That's the former uh, nuclear power facility, which is now uh, closed down, right? And then after that, there's just, there's there's space for, I don't know, you guys think 10, 10 miles or so, and then you have uh, Camp Pendleton. And Camp Pendleton is the northern tip of San Diego County. And then you're in the Oceanside. So, in truth, the south part of Orange County abuts the north part of San Diego. They are in the northernmost part of San Diego. And we don't have anybody from that south. So, from the south part of Los Angeles County to the north part of San Diego County, that's where all of these kids that I have on this one team, and they're all seventh graders, so they all play. 
And this weekend, what has happened previously is I coach him on my program and then my guys, whoever's available, will fill in with, with his group. And it, it's good, but um, there there was a desire there to have me call, run, do some of the offensive stuff. They, they move it better. And my group, and I had mostly actually my kids playing with this group, and they had just two or three of, of their group, but we played under their banner. So it was a decent, it, was a, it wasn't the, the, like the super elite tournament, but it was a good tournament. The problem is that when we played what would be the most talented or biggest size and where you are in puberty, that matters as much in seventh grade as to how good you actually are. When we played our biggest and our baddest, we weren't actually always at our best because they haven't practiced together. You can't run an offense. There's just no, I can do a lot of things. I'm not a magician, right? And I was thinking about the Brooklyn Nets and the criticism of Steve Nash, and I don't know if you guys saw the story, but uh, Steve Nash, Kevin Durant still likes him. Obviously, Sean Marks, they're, they're dear friends. They still like him. The owner still likes him. Steve Nash not going anywhere. And you get people who criticize, well, Steve Nash, what does he do? Like, dude, he the last two training camps, okay, he hasn't had two training camps go. His first training camp, they didn't trade for James Harden until the, the year had, remember, already begun, and James Harden, you know, basically quit on the Houston Rockets. You guys remember that? So no matter what you put in, in training camp, it completely changes when you change the absolute dynamic of the team, right? Then you fast forward to this year, he has James Harden. They don't have Kyrie Irving for training camp. And then they trade away James Harden. You don't get back Kyrie Irving full-time until late in the year. So you're essentially at a much higher level against the best players and the best coaches on earth. And look, the, the Boston Celtics were a bad team the first half of the year. They were not good. Do you know why? Well, they had a new coach and a new system, and they it, it, it's hard. It takes a while. Yesterday we're playing in the last game, and um, there's another team from San Diego, and some of these kids used to play with that team. Some of the San Diego kids, they used to play with that team. So it's like a rivalry. And we were we were up by a couple points. So I put in a group that was – had all played together and the lead went from like two or three to 14. And the idea was, and and so afterwards, one of the parents was like, Hey, my son didn't play that much. What's going on. And I just said, look, first of all, we're playing to win. Second of all, and this is really important. You see that kid right there. He's played for me for four years. Okay. That's my son. He's played for me for four years. And the guy next to him has played with us for two years. The guy next to him has played with us for two years. The guy next to him has played with us for a year. So in a year, in the last year, we've probably played, I don't know, 150-some-odd games. Some of these kids have played 500 games for me. So when I say what I want to do, they just know to do it. And when they see a defense, they know how to do it. And when we play a defense, they know how to do it. And they've been, they've been, and they've been taken out of games for not doing what we want to do. You, you give away all of that stuff when you just throw a team together. It doesn't work. The, you, you give yourself no possible chance of it working. So you, you ask yourself, who's to blame? One person. Now, it doesn't mean that he accepts all of the blame. 
It's not. You don't accept all of the blame. But if one person, I believe, is more responsible than others, who would it be? It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. We're talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Check out the latest lines from the world of sports. BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. You must be president in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Play gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. The person most responsible for the inability of the Brooklyn Nets to win a title last year or get out of the first round this year, to ever ascend to a higher level, to reach whatever potential they have is Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. And you're like, oh, it's because he's anti-vax. Mm, sort of, but not for what you're not the reason you think. Oh, it's because he's a flat earther. Mm, sort of, but not for the reason you think. Look, none of this happens without Kyrie. KD wanted to play with Kyrie. Kyrie didn't want anything to do with the Knicks. Wanted to play for the Nets because he grew up after Australia, New Jersey, you know, supposedly Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn used to be in New Jersey. Supposedly lifelong Nets fan. And whatever it was, remember, the Nets, previous to these two arriving, were like a 500 team that people thought was tanking, and everybody liked Kenny Atkinson's culture and the way that they played, including Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie was the one that told Kevin Rant, let's go to the Nets. That'll be our spot. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, if you're going to accept the responsibility of being the leader, think of the mistakes that he's made. Remember year one of Kyrie in Brooklyn. They're playing and they're okay. And he's like, basically said, there's only a couple of guys that'll be around for next year. Now, he wasn't wrong. They were going to make changes. They were going to try and see what fit. But who does that as a leader? Who does that as a teammate? Especially when you're a guy who's not necessarily beloved by many. You're respected because of his skill, but you're not exactly beloved by others. The bubble happens. Okay, and Kyrie had been hurt, but by all accounts could have played, but he didn't even have to play. to Just go with the team. Didn't want to do it. In fact... He was the one on the call that was the most vociferous voice saying they shouldn't go play in the bubble. And oh yeah, by the way, playing in the bubble kind of saves the NBA. You couldn't not have a season because Kyrie said so. Then you come back in last year, he's very good. They were they were good. When he was right, they were good. But remember, to start the year, they hired Steve Nash. If he wanted... Jock Vaughn to be the coach, he should have gone and supported him in the bubble. He did not. They hired Steve Nash, and that's when Kyrie famously said, do we really need a head coach? Right? Do we? We just kind of work in group think tank. Like, that doesn't work. There is a totem pole. Anyway, you need a leader. You need a head coach. No team has ever won a title without quality head coaching, quality leadership. And you cut out any chance of that really, truly happening when you say that about a head coach, especially a guy who's as liked and respected as Steve Nash. But if you get to this year, like, y- yes, you do have a resp- the The thing with the vaccine is you can say, well, listen, it's my personal decision. That's fine. But your personal decision also took away from other people's professional careers. You are on a team and it is nearly impossible to somehow win an NBA title when you've never had a full-strength uh, training camp 
and you're constantly fitting new pieces into a system that's yet to be built. Yes, Kevin Durant looks exhausted. Why? Well, I mean, he didn't have Kyrie for half the year. And then after trading away James Harden, he never had Ben Simmons. He had to carry the team just to get them into the playoffs or into the playoff game, play-in game. And then you factor in that the roster's not great. He's playing, they're, they're playing three on five on just about every possession. And KD, because of his length, has to protect the rim as well. Man, that, that guy, Kevin Durant, has been unbelievable. And now he's out of gas. And what's the old uh, Vince Lombardi expression? To fatigue makes cowards of us all? That ain't no lie. Zero lies told. So the thing about the Nets is I just feel like they're thrown together. It's an odd mix of talent. I mean, look, here's the, maybe this is too much bas- inside basketball, but you ask yourself, well, why isn't there enough shooting around Kevin Durant? Why not put Patty Mills and Seth Curry out there with, with Kyrie Irving, and then there's all kinds of room? There is. But you got to guard some at the other end. You know, in, in the NBA, if you're not 6'4", 6'5", or just, or just incredibly athletic and strong at – you know, 6'1 to 6'4". It's hard to, to play more than one guy. You already have Kyrie Irving, who's six feet one, right? And though I think his body's in great shape, he's never been big and strong, nor particularly good defensively, but that's fine. You can win with him. Kevin Durant has learned and become a good, solid defender. But to not have the 6'4 to 6'5 to 6'8, 6'9 hybrids, you know, all these different bodies and lengths and arms and thickness that you can throw at Kevin Durant, you should be able to throw at at, at Jason Tatum and Jabari Brown. But you, you can't. They don't have those pieces. They have Seth Curry and Patty Mills that essentially X each other out. They can't both be on the floor at once. And it's hard enough to get either on the on the floor when you have somebody like Kyrie Irving, who's so talented on offense you have to leave him in, but he's not a particularly good defender. So, so there's, the, there's that issue. Kevin Durant, when he gets the ball, they're just being physical and mugging him. We talked about this last week in the low post. You want to cut down on that? Call some more fouls. But even with the fouls, there's always a guy in the lane. There's always a guy waiting for him. You're dribbling in to help. And they just don't have the shooting around him. And if you put the shooting in around him, those guys are so small they can't guard anybody. Here's uh, Steve Nash and Kevin. Uh, Steve Nash on Durant and Kyrie both being tired. They've both got to be tired. Kyrie's fasting, and Kevin's uh, had to play 40 plus minutes for five, six weeks after missing six, seven weeks. We need him to play 40 minutes, or we could, we wouldn't be in the playoffs, or at least in the we'd be in tenth in the play-in. So, I'm sure that's taken a big toll on Kevin. He's carried a huge burden for us for weeks on end. You know, Kyrie as well, since he's been playing home and and on the road. And fasting is, you know, it can't be easy if i go play tennis and i haven't eaten i feel like i'm gonna fall over so i can't imagine how he feels in an nba playoff game so i i you know commend uh how hard he he plays considering and uh and how much minutes they both had to endure for us just to be in this position with all the injuries we've had this year and uh you know all the interruptions so i feel for him you know i feel for those guys yeah jay stew what'd you want to say just listening to that, um, I don't know. I, Nash, you get the feeling that Nash is providing cover for Kyrie, but he's also pointing out something that just seems ridiculous in this day and age. 
Um, now, I'm not totally familiar with the details of, of the fasting for Ramadan, but I do know that you can't drink water during certain times of the day, right? Uh, that just seems ridiculous to to have to put yourself and your team through something like that this time of year. The playoffs are this time of year every year, as is the holiday, correct? No, it, it it's never it's not always this time of year. That's what I meant. It's never the same time of year. Correct. <laughs> but anyway, but but my point is, it seems like Nash is pointing out something to us that we should all be like that. That does sound pretty ridiculous that Kyrie's doing that to him and his team. It's it's honestly typical of Kyrie, right? That whatever he's doing is above that, you know. Um, you know, whatever whatever he's doing is above that and the importance of anybody else or anything else. And yes, if you are Muslim, it is it is practiced in the in the religion, right? You you know you you start uh, you you go from dawn to sunset. You, you can't drink anything or eat anything or chew any gum. I mean, it's it, it is really. Um, Really, really, really hard, and and people will say, "Well, Akeem Olajuwon did it." I believe when Akeem Olajuwon did it, it was often at the start of the season. It was never in the playoffs, and you also have to factor in, like, look, this team is built different. This team is one which is top heavy with three high salary guys, and then a smattering of other guys. That's that's kind of how it works. So, um, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. I would be so hungry, so hungry. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today 
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. You know what's amazing about this, the, the Kevin Durant thing, and, and we'll get into the Nets and, and what's wrong with them and how fixable it is and why this has been a disaster. Um, did, does anybody remember how the Nets season ended last year? Ramos, you remember? That's a great question. Um, did they lose to Milwaukee? They did. What happened? Ugh. I don't remember the specifics. I, I I don't I don't remember what what part of the playoffs it was. I want to say it was the quarterfinals or the one the pat- round. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't remember the the specifics. No. Okay. Jay Stu, without looking, do you know? Um, I think my knowledge is a little less than John's on that. <laughs> I, but I yeah, I do remember Milwaukee, and I remember them losing. I'm trying to think of the circumstances. Okay, the here juice. it was. They kicked the crap out of Milwaukee the first two games. James Harden. Uh, wasn't playing. I don't think I don't know if he even played the first two games or he played, but he was limited because he had the he was just coming off a hamstring, and Kyrie got hurt. Okay, so they go from two games. I mean, they won by like forty in game two. 
So they play with a very limited James Harden. Kevin Durant in Game 7 had 48. Now, he didn't make a field goal in overtime. He's worn out. But remember, he made a shot at the end of regulation where his toe was on the line. Otherwise, they win. And if they win, they likely get Kyrie Irving back, James Harden healthy. They may well be NBA champions. But it's remarkable the level of criticism I'm, I'm hearing for Kevin Durant, who hasn't played well, hasn't scored well, hasn't, looks worn down. But now you're like, well, yeah, he's a bus rider, not a bus driver. I heard Charles Barker said, like, Chuck, did, you, did he not play in the playoffs last year? He was unbelievable. He was the two-time finals MVP. He kicked LeBron James's ass. Don't let anybody, any of these LeBron sycophants tell you otherwise. In the second half and fourth quarter of both series. Well, I got a better team with Golden State. Not the first time around he didn't. So, I, I don't know, like, our, our lack of memory is have we all just been smoking too much weed on 420 day that we have no we have all this short term or long term memory loss dude is the baddest man on the planet even this year has been the baddest man on the planet but it's kind of hard when your team is built this way and your other star is uh, practicing fasting because he's muslim and he celebrates ramadan so and again I don't know if you understand, like, there's fasting for Ramadan. You don't drink water or eat food all day. It's kind of hard to be a professional athlete and do that and do it well at this time of year. And this, well, Ben Simmons got to play. Like, dude, he hadn't played a game all year. The likelihood of you being decent and given any sort of quality minutes is remote. And if your back's not right, you're not doing anything anyway. Stop it. Anyway, I just, I'm stunned by people not, you know. We do that with Pat Mahomes. Guy throws a couple picks. You're like, oh, Pat Mahomes. Washed. Overrated. Like, can we, let's, let's catch our breath here. Pat Mahomes is pretty damn good. Okay. No one actually agrees with you in the industry. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to Mike Mayock in a second. Get ready for the NFL draft, which of course is in Las Vegas. The, the best thing you can know about the NFL draft is that if you listen to a general manager right now, they're not telling the truth. Right? What what is the win in telling a reporter the absolute truth about about who they're going to who they're going to take? I, I, I just, Mike Mayock joins us, of course, former general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders. And before that, he was the lead analyst for the NFL Network's coverage of the NFL draft for years. And, you know, we do this every year, Mike, where we ask general managers the week of the draft questions, even have press conferences. Like when, when you're doing these, these interviews, I mean, how far from the truth are your answers? <laughs> I think everybody's a little different. And I think, you know, there are, there are guys that actively mislead. And you kind of know who most of those guys, at least, you know, I had a pretty good feel for it. Um, what I tried to do was give as much information as I could give it, give without disclosing anything about a particular player. Um, just because having been in the media, you know, we, I recognize we all have a job to do. Um, but 
as I, I was talking to a couple of the NFL Network guys uh, this week, kind of off the record stuff, and I was going, whatever you do, don't listen to anybody this week. Just form your own opinions, stick to them, trust your gut, you watch the film, you did the work, and don't worry about what everybody's spewing this week. Mike Mayock joining us here at Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, you'd, you'd been in the media side for years, you know, calling games for NBC, doing the NFL Network, calling games for the NFL Network course, and then, and, and then breaking down every different draft pick. You, you had an, an incredible database of not only knowledge, but analysis, which would seem perfect for you to go work with John Gruden and you, you, you were their general manager. Um, what was different from what you expected from a guy who covered the league and knew the league cold to when you're actually in that chair? Yeah, that's an interesting one, Doug. Um, the first thing that hit me when I took the job was, you know, the 20 years prior at NFL Network or 18, whatever it was, I was kind of a lone wolf and in charge of my own production. Um, I didn't have to manage a group of people. And, and trust, I enjoy managing people. I enjoy leadership. But I didn't have to do it for a long time. And it kind of hits you in the face like, wait, wait a minute. You're in charge of a bunch of people who have wives and kids. And, and you know, in, in addition to trying to get to be a better football team, you got to take care of these people also. And that hit me right in the face really quickly. And I think the second thing that hit me was I literally had to fight to find time to watch tape. And ironically, I might have watched more college tape when I was at the NFL Network than, I, than when I was a GM because you spend so much of your time doing other things, especially with all the COVID stuff we had going on for the last two years. I mean, to me, that was mind-boggling. I, I hated all the COVID stuff. And it, it kind of takes you, Doug, away from what you love, which is the purity of the sport itself. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sure, in, in talking to the people I know in the league, they all said, like, look, it's hard. Some of those guys sat out. So you're, you're wondering not just, you know, what, what are they going to be like when they come back as opposed to what I'm watching on tape and some of what you're watching on tape isn't against nearly the elite talent because there were guys that weren't playing because they were sitting out. And so it, it, was, it was kind of a hard visual adjustment, wasn't it? Doug, it was bizarre. And, you know, under the general, I guess, title of roster management, they expanded practice squads from 12 to 16 so that you had a pool of available players with COVID. But, I mean, in 2020, we had to play the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and a bunch of our offensive linemen tested positive after, after the game. The week before we played Tampa on a Sunday, they, they came into the building Monday morning and tested positive, literally our entire offensive line, because they hung out together. So we didn't see an offensive lineman that entire week of practice until the following Sunday morning, and we're playing Tampa at 1, and they were allowed in the building at 8 a.m. game day, and we had a walkthrough. It was bizarre. We're, we're, we're walking through at our facility at 8 in the morning, putting the game plan in to play Tampa Bay at 1 in the afternoon. And that was by no means atypical for any team. It was just a whole different kind of season where you had to throw a lot of crap out the window, and you just had to go find players, get guys up to speed, trust some coaches that knew players from past places to say, hey, let's get this guy in here, and he can pick the system up real quickly. So 
it was different, but all 32 teams had to deal with it. If you could change one thing, what would it be? <laughs> I'd probably have a few, but I think that the hardest thing for me was uh, when we traded for Antonio Brown going into my first season. And on paper, it looked good. Um, you know, we gave up a three and a five, and we're getting an all-pro wide out. And, you know, first, and that was the year we were going to be on hard knocks. And the last thing I wanted was to be on hard knocks my first year as a GM, especially, you know, Antonio would, came back and he wouldn't wear the helmet. He had a big helmet issue. Then he had, he burned his feet in a, in a cryogenic chamber or something and yes. couldn't practice. And then he left camp. And, you know, meanwhile, we're drafting a bunch of young guys and we're trying to change a culture. And, you know, there's a time and a place, I guess, for that kind of player. But for us and for me personally, that was a tough one. And so uh, that that's probably what comes to mind most, Doug. Would you do it again? I mean, you had kind of like – and for, for people to understand, when you worked as long as you worked and at the level you worked at the NFL Network, it wasn't a lifetime appointment. But it felt that way, right? That NFL Network's not going anywhere. You weren't going anywhere. You were their guy. It that that thing's only growing, right? Yeah. If 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 you were back in that same situation, would you do it again? Yeah, I would. And and the reason I would, Doug, is probably twofold. No, number one, I've never been a look back guy. You know, you come to a fork in the road, you make the best decision you can make, and you go. And and if you. If it doesn't go the way you had hoped, who cares? You come to the next fork and you go again. Um, that's number one. And, and number two is that as much as I loved being in the media, and I did, every single day was fun because I was, it was really, to me, it was about the football. It was about the people in the league, the college coaches, the NFL coaches, the, the scouts, the GMs. It put me close to the people every day, and I loved that. But, Doug, you know as a former player, there is nothing like game day. Nope. And I could do a game on a Thursday night, an NFL game, and it could be a big game. For, and But after the game was over, I'd go have a beer and hang out, and it's, it's fine. It felt like I did a good job. I worked hard. But when you're the GM or any part of a team, you live and die a thousand deaths every Sunday. And you can't replace that feeling unless you're a player or some a coach or somebody in that building. And, you know, as a former player – it was the first time in, in literally 40 years, Doug, where I got that same feeling again. And so I would never trade that for anything. All right, help us out. They weren't really going to play for the tie. They were always going to kick a, kick a field goal, weren't they? What are you talking about, the Chargers game? Yeah. I think we were always going to get – yeah, I mean, I, trust me. I've known Basaccia for 40 years, and, and he, he's going for the win every time. I, I don't understand how that – it felt like Collinsworth was the one that kind of started that whole they might be playing for the tie thing. Like, they're not playing for the tie, you know? I, I, that one – that was – I can't imagine the heart palpitations watching that football game. I, it, I just – from, from your I, – I can't imagine that one. Especially when you're up 29-14 with about eight minutes left and – you, you, how about all the fourth field. down conversions with Justin Herbert? I mean, the guys – you know. went off. He went off. And we couldn't stop them. And uh, I, you're right. I died a thousand times in the last eight minutes of that game and overtime. And but that's what I'm talking about, though. Right. I mean, that's that's the, that's that's the drug. 
right there. That's the drug that everybody, those games, and then win, even losing those games, but winning those games, that's the drug that would make you, what you did, change your life, give away a lifetime appointment for one shot at those things. 100%, and, and don't look back, and I'd do it again. Uh, Mike Mayock, our guest on, on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so help us with the evals this year. You get, you get the, the noise out, well, there's no buzz. You don't have the elite-level talent. Um, one of the, the diamonds in the rough, you went and found an unbelievable pass rusher, right? You get there and everybody's, well, Raiders don't have, and you go find one in the third round. Um, Hutchinson's probably the number one overall pick. How did, what, is, what is he like on an NFL field? Uh, I, I think a lot of people, a lot, I've heard people compare him to the guy we took, uh, Max Crosby, in that first draft. Um, that's become one of the premier guys in this draft, uh, excuse me, in this in the league at rushing the quarterback. Um, I, I think Hutchinson's, a, I think he's the surest high-level player in the draft. And that, therein lies the rub for, for Jacksonville, because obviously people have been talking about it all week. What about Trevon Walker? What about the other edge guys? Um, is there a higher ceiling? And uh, I, I think this kid Hutchinson's a hell of a player. Uh, he can rush the quarterback. He's tough. He, he's he's smart and he, he off the field. He's not an issue. Um, so yeah, I think you're getting a high level player. And are there other higher ceilings available? Yeah, but there there comes some concern with some of those other players. Okay, so like again, that's a great balance because Jacksonville is in not the same position you were in, but they're still trying to establish their culture. Do you yep. swing for the fences there, or do you take the solid double? He feels like, at worst, a double. I think you hit it. when You, you see, every new head coach and or GM, when they walk in the door, the first word out of their mouth is culture. Right. You've got to change the culture, right? Um, and it's easier to say and really hard to do, and you got to commit to it. And I'm, I'm telling you, you really got to get the right. We made some mistakes early, but by the end of three years, our culture in our building was phenomenal. And, and Basaccia had that thing rolling as far as guys buying into what he was talking about at a high level. And I'm with you with Jacksonville. I mean, if I'm sitting in there and I'm looking at uh, – I'm taking the high-level player that I know that for the next eight or ten years, he, he's going to set the pace every day in practice. He's going to be a really good player, and let's go. No doubt. Let's set a tone in practice. Let's set a tone, and let's freaking go. Uh, Malik Willis has uh, looks like a ton of talent and upside, but d- not as maybe refined as a guy like Kenny Pickett. On the other hand, people have question whether it's hand size, arm strength, you know, again, that upward mobility of, of Pickett. If you need a quarterback in this draft, what do you do? It would depend on my situation. And if I had the luxury of getting Malik Willis, and giving him to the time to develop where it didn't matter if he started week one, week eight, week 11, or year two, week one. If, it, you know, if, if, I, if I had that kind of uh, space on my team and we could do that, I'd love to develop that kid. And I don't know him. Um, I've watched a lot of his tape. But it seems if he's got the intangibles, it looks like he has, I think what people miss is, you know, he's a transfer and he comes in and to Liberty and he came so far in two years. It's kind of mind boggling. 
okay? And he's still raw. And I just can't help but wonder two years from now, where is he going to be? And if he's willing to work at it, he's smart and tough, I think the sky's the limit for this kid. He's got an elite arm. He's got an incredibly powerful lower body. Um, he's athletic. I, I love the kid's upside. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Mayock joining us, of course, uh, uh, former general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders, and before that, longtime NFL analyst for the NFL Network, and used to uh, used to prepare us for the NFL draft, and now gives us unbelievable, unbelievable insight. Um, if you're the Green Bay Packers, okay, and I, I this is what I find interesting. You have fans go like, "Well, you got to draft a first round draft pick wide receiver," and then you look throughout the league and you notice that even the three uh, wide receivers that want contract extensions, right? The Debo Samuels of the world, the A.J. Browns of the world, the uh, who am I forgetting? Oh, the um, Terry McLaurins of the world. None of them were first-round draft picks. Right? So Correct. this is a wide receiver deep draft. They need wide receivers. You're the Green Bay Packers. You're advising them in their green room, uh, in their draft room, boardroom. What do you do? Well, I, I think the whole thing there is patience. You know, when you're not in the top ten and you're down where they are and you've got two picks later in the round, um, I, I think what you're trying to do is put together a strategy that's based on uh, we've got these two first-round picks and there might be one player in this whole draft that if he slid to a certain point, they'd be willing to go get. Like if so-and-so gets to 12, let's go get him. And I get that. Love that. Um, but they still have Aaron Rodgers. And he makes everybody better, right? So if they're going to sit there at their two spots in the 20s, uh, it's really intriguing to me because the wideout position, as you alluded to, is so deep that like, for historically, Doug, the last five years, the average of wide receivers taken in the first three rounds is between 12 and 13. Okay, that's the average the last five years. Um, this year, you could make a case for at least 18 to 20 wideouts with grades in the first three rounds, which tells you that we're probably going to have some, some high-level wideouts slide in the fourth and maybe even the fifth. I mean, we took Hunter Renfro in the fifth round, and three years later he had 103 catches for 1,100 yards last year. There are wide receivers everywhere, especially in this draft. So if, if you get to 22 – and, you know, you're in love with Jamison Williams and it doesn't bother you about the ACL, by all means, pull the plug if he's there and go get him. Uh, but I think you have to put it in context with other positions, other needs, and who the best football players are. You can't just sit there today and say, we have to get one at 22. Yeah, the context matters. And so oftentimes, I think we do a disservice in the media. And I know fans, they can't understand the context which you just provided for us. And the old answer is, it depends, right? It, it, yeah. it, it, it very much depends. Mike, great stuff. Can't wait to talk with you again in the very near future. We really appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me, Doug. Mike Mayock, former general manager of the Raiders, longtime NFL analyst for the NFL Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.